Father, we thank you for today, Lord. Father, we ask for ears to hear, eyes to see. Father, we ask you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you to be here and continue to go home with us today, Father. Father, we ask you to give us ears to hear and eyes to see. Revelation, truth, knowledge in you. Counsel, might, wisdom, and understanding. All the things that you have in your word, Father God, for us to be established in this time. Father, we thank you that we hear your voice. And we will hear your voice even clearer and louder. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today's message is called Secrets of the Kingdom. I'm going to start by reading from Revelations 4, 1 and 2. After I looked, and behold, there was a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice that I heard was as it was a trumpet talking to me, which said, Come up higher, and I will show you things which must come hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. We know who that is. So he's taken up John to see things, to hear things. And God also, and then even um, Paul was taken and saw things. And God wants to communicate with us. There's reasons sometimes we don't hear God or the things that were not become known to us. It's because of certain things that God's going to show us today. Revelation 5, 6 says, And behold, lo, in the midst of the throne were four beasts in the midst where the elders stood and the lamb that had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And to get deeper and deeper in this message, we're going to find out that that's the Holy Spirit. And that's the Spirit of God. And Jesus is the Holy Spirit. And if you want to get deeper and deeper, you've got to be careful because religious people and people that do only see the Scripture and can't dig into the mysteries or aren't able to get secrets from God begin to judge you and make you afraid. And you begin to stop hearing God because you begin to become like them or you begin to act like them, or you begin to hear that letter and shut up the spirit behind the letter that you begin to get stuck in places, and we all get stuck all the time. Let's go to Isaiah 11, 1-5. After there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of the roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall be upon him, what spirit's that? The one we just said, which is standing in front of Jesus, in front of the throne. Then God also said that Jesus said in the temple that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has anointed me to heal the sick. So all those, and, and on and on and on, we've preached that before. So all those things he was talking about, he's saying that they were in him. And then he's saying that now this scripture has been fulfilled before your eyes, he said in Luke. And then he says... What does he say? Then Isaiah is prophesying about him. And then Jesus said to the spirits of God, let us make man in our image. And then he says <clears throat> uh, that these seven spirits are, but you know that what is the number seven? It's one, seven, seven. You'll see seven churches, seven candlesticks, seven um, uh of this and seven of that and, 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 and you'll realize that seven really becomes the one because it's the completion it's all they're, they're different facets different ways but it all points to the one and it's God so but see uh, people that don't understand the kingdom or don't understand and, and aren't in relationship with the Holy Spirit will start to make you doubt and get in confusion but it's time to return to our first love, which is the Holy Spirit. 
And the Lamb have, and behold, there's the throne and the elders and the seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. That's in Revelation. Now in Isaiah it says, in the, and this comes out, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. So there you see the seven spirits in that where there's one. And make him quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And these are the seven spirits. And they shall judge after the sight of his eyes. So there you go about the judging in the spirit right here by his eyes. Neither, it says, judge after the sight of his eyes. Neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But by the righteousness shall the ju he judge the poor and reprove the um, equity of the meek of the earth and shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and shall breathe in his, in his lips, shall slay the wicked. And righteous shall be his girdle and his loins, and the faithfulness and the girdle he reigns. And who are we talking about? Jesus, right? Right? Everybody get that? Jesus is the Word. The Word is Spirit. When it comes out as a river. And the Word brings life. And who brought us life? Jesus by His blood. Isaiah 9, 6 and 7, For unto a child was born, unto us a son is given, and the government, everybody say government, government. it's one, government shall be upon His shoulder, and His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of increase of His government, and peace there shall be no end. That's good news. No end of peace with Him. And to establish it without judgment, with justice, from henceforth, even forever, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So it's time to dig deeper. Then he talks about keys. Talks about keys of David, right? And then that one goes, son of David. And from the root of Jesse all the way down the stream. So there's so much in, information, but we need to get revelation of the mysteries of God speaking right to us. So let's go to Isaiah 22, 21-4. And I will clothe him with a robe and strengthen him with a girdle. And I will commit thy government into his hand. So he will have these keys. And who does he end up later giving these keys to? Us. And shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, to the house of Judah. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder, and he shall open, and no one shall shut. That's authority. That's access, and that's dominion. And shall shut, and no one shall open. And I will fasten him a nail in a sure place, and he shall be for a glorious throne in his father's house. And they shall hang... Upon him all glory of his father's house, the offspring and the issue, all vessels of small quantity from the vessels to cups, even the vessels of, flag, of flagons. Now let's go to Revelation 3, 1 through 13. Now you see about the key of David. And then we go to Revelation chapter 3. And he talks to the angel of Sardis. So I write these things. He's saying, who has the seven spirits? Who's the church? The church is us. It is a play. It's not the ecclesia. The church is the body of believers that congregate at, under the government of God. 
Not under this government, under the government of God. I know that it works, and you have a name that you live and are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things that remain. Be ready, for I have not found the works perfect before God. Therefore, have thou have received and heard, have received and heard, hold fast, repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come as a thief in the night, and thou shalt not know what hour I shall come upon thee. He's, he's saying, Thou shalt not know what hour shall come upon me. The Bible says that no man knows the hour of the day. But the Bible also says that I will uh, not do anything before I reveal it to my servants the prophets. And he also says that I'll tell my secrets to my, and you will know the man. So there's, there's some things that he says to some, and some are for another. So when you try to argue with the some people about what he's telling you, don't throw your pearl before a swine. They want, then they see the Spirit moving, and then they don't know the Spirit, so then they count you as a stranger. But you're not a stranger to Him, because you know Him. But then you lose your relationship with Him. Because when He said, I, you do all these things, and He says that, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, because I never knew you. What He was really saying is, you, were, you stop being known unto me. See, when you look at the translation, it's not... Just, I never knew you. It was, where did you go? Now, it doesn't exactly say that, but it means that. What it says is, you w stop being in relationship with me. You uh, stopped um, having intimacy where you cease to be known. So God has to know us as we need to know Him. What's that through? Revelation. Revelation. And religion hates revelation because it costs you everything. Religion wants to give you your 10% of everything. Your mind, your heart, and your time. But God wants everything and He wants to direct you. And there's no way to be directed by God if you do not know what He's doing. And it's nowhere to go where He sends you if you don't have any keys to get through the door. That he wants to take you. So, remember what you've seen and heard, and I will come as a thief in the night, thou shalt not. But he's saying that if you don't do that, I'm going to come like that. See, people like to take one scripture and make their own doctrine because they don't see anything else behind it because they're the type that Jesus said, I speak in parables because they're blind. So, we don't want to become like that. Many Christians have had great revelation from God. And now they're just holding on to old revelation and they're not getting any fresh revelation. He that has an ear, he says it again here. Well, first he says, You have a few names and started, and you have not, and you which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, and they are worthy. He that overcomes the same shall be clothed in white raiment. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name. He's talking to the church. Before my Father and before his angels. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church is plural. Meaning all one though, because there's seven is going to be one. Right here he's... And you need to even get into the Spirit because if you try to learn about Revelation from some the theological professor that went to Bible school with another dead religious guy that knows all, all the information, but they're not under the Spirit of God and have no revelation, all you're going to get is a bunch of knowledge that all that's going to do is get you more trapped up and bound up than you ever have. Because you need to hear from the Spirit of God, not from the letter of a man that can recite scripture and have his own manly knowledge mixed in with, with God. But revelation comes out from, not from information, but from knowing Him and the power that He carries and being in intimacy with Him. Revealing us something is being taking the veil back and seeing behind something. And that's what Jesus wants to do. He wants to reveal Himself to us more than we've ever known, but we desire not to want to see Him anymore. And in that, the veil gets closed up. 
So you, the closer you get to the veil, he comes close. That's just like the old thing of the temple. The outer court, the inner court, and the holy holies. The holy holies was the glory. So everybody nowadays in church wants to hang outside the church, talking about the temple, but we are the temple. They don't want to get into the glory because it takes consecration. It takes, it takes um, intimacy and it takes relationship with Him. He doesn't just throw these things to any passerby. So it costs you a lot. So what I want to decree on this place is another level of consecration. If you watch a little TV, stop watching it. If you watch a lot of TV, because I'm not saying you strip anything, then take things back a couple notches and see how much and let God continue to work these things out of you because already God's speaking to us corporately about some things that He wants to consecrate us from to become holier and, and with Him more. So this is a personal thing. Corporately, we're trying to do that 100%. But all of us go our separate ways, but we all go together in spirit because we're one together like that. But we take these little bodies of ours and our flesh, and our flesh likes to get into different things everywhere. Then we come together. But we want a corporate breakthrough. We want a corporate uh, visitation. We want a corporate um, anointing that's stronger than we've seen on the earth ever before. And also, but... I believe that God's telling us that what we all do alone can bring it corporately together. So that's my call as we go into a fast in the beginning of September all the way till the end of set, till we go to Brazil again. We're, we're going to do some things to that too. But right now today, God is saying, consecrate yourself. Start to do the things, return to your first works and because and he's about ready to do something that he wants to do with us, and we want to be a part of it. But we got to do what he wants us to do. So he says, Then he says, To the angel of the church of Philadelphia, I write these things, who is holy, who is true, who has, who has the key of David. So if we're the church, and that was like the good one. Oh, this is the best one out of them all, everyone say. You know, the, the brotherly love, the church of Philadelphia, you had the love. Well, they had the keys. And I can tell you, you might have had some keys and you might the devil might have stolen your keys in the spirit. You got to get them back from him. You got to get it back. We got to get it back. So he says, behold, I've set, he said, the Philadelphia, these things, that is holy, that is true, that has the key of David. He that opened it and no man shut. Remember Isaiah was speaking about that, about Jesus having that? Well, Jesus gives us all this to his church because we worship him. And it's not about us, but it's about him. So we get, he gives it to us because now we're one with him. We haven't gotten that. We all... We separate ourselves from revelation of truth when we separate ourselves from Jesus. And religion has, has a habit of doing that, separating us from the one who's trying to put us together with Him. And that's what we're fighting against. Religious brethren. The key of David who opened it, no man shut it. And shut it, no man open it. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before you a door that no man can shut it. For I have kept my word. I have set before you an open door that no man can shut it. For you have a little strength, and you have kept my word, and has not denied my name. Behold, I will make them which say that they are Jews and are not, to say they are Christians and are not, but they do lie. Behold, I will make them come and worship at thy feet, and they will know that you have loved me. That's a separation. That's a, that's a, 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 um, a come up here higher in the Spirit. John was able to be taken and the door was open in heaven. Because thou hast kept my word, I will keep you from the hour of temptation which will come upon the whole world. Then that try and dwell upon Hold I come quickly. Hold fast. Thou hast that no one take thy crown. 
Oh, so it's possible that religion or somebody or false things can take your crown. We get the crown before we bow down. We got the crown and then we bow down and then we got the crown and then we throw it back at his feet. But the crown is a symbolic thing about your royalty, about being a priest and a king unto God. Jesus has made us priests and kings. Priests and kings unto the king of what? The kingdom of God. So we're his, he's the king of kings and we're also little kings to serve him and priest to him to those that don't know him. A priest is a mediator to, to something else. And you need to be consecrated to be a priest unto God. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. And we need to work on that because the devil wants to make us unholy. God wants to separate us unto him and the devil wants to detach us from him and keep us in the world. We have this. So he says... The, the key to what? And it goes on to say that overcome and make him a pillar in the temple of God and he shall come in and out and he shall come in and out. He shall come in and out. Come in and out where? Find out. Some things you can't even preach because then you'll be, you'll, they'll have a YouTube video made of you. Because what people don't know, they demonize. So they don't, some people don't even know Jesus and then they demonize him. Some people don't know you because if they knew you, they'd, if you know him, they would know you, Jesus said. So they demonize you, indirectly demonizing the one who sent you. And Jerusalem has come down out of the city of God, which is the new Jerusalem, heaven from, from heaven, and I'll write unto him a new name. He that has an ear, hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. The key to what? The unseen. Or revelation. The key of knowledge. The Bible talks about keys being taken. He said, do not let them take your keys. Satan can take your keys. What stops us from Using keys in relationship. I'm going to hold on to that for a minute because I'm going to go one more. Well, I'll say it right now. Traditions of man, legalism, unbelief, and religion. Form of, form of godliness but denying the power. Those are the things that take your keys from the kingdom. And you have, you have the power to bind and loose. Remember Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father doing? That's how we're supposed to be in the kingdom of God. Only doing, but what changes that? Legalism, religion, tradition. God's not doing that, but you are, because everyone else is doing it. Oh, The world's doing that, so I do that too, but God's not doing that. So this is how you stop hearing and seeing. This is one way. Matthew 13, 9-16 says, And the disciple John came and said unto him, Why speaketh thou unto them in parables? He answered and said un, unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries. So he's saying to the disciples, You're handpicked. You're, you're going to be born again. You're, you're, you're my disciples. You're going to be apostles. You're going to be in the household of God. It is, it is unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of of God, of heaven. But unto them it's not given. For whosoever has, this is really scary right here, whosoever has, hath, to him it shall be given, and him shall have more abundant. But whoever has not, from him shall be taken away even that he has. He's saying he doesn't have it, but it's going to be taken away what he has. Therefore speak unto them parables, because they, seeing, see not, 
Hearing, they hear not what? Legalism, religion, tradition, ritual, uh, ritual, ritual people, ritual, how do you say it? Ritualism. By hearing and fulfill the pro, and he said this, to them I speak in parables because hearing they hear not and neither do they understand. That's not supposed to be for us. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, saying, By hearing they shall hear, and, by, and shall not understand. And seeing they shall see, and shall not perceive. You, know, you don't realize that most of the things Jesus said and preached when He became the living Word was already in the letter. And I am so much in Isaiah. Eyes hear, and their ears and eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts. So right here, let's say that again. For the people's heart is wax gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes have been closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes or hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts. See, religion wants you to understand with your mind, see, someone tried to come against a poster, but see, they're religious too. And they want to bring confusion to you. Because religion carries a, a thing that's called pride with it. And you just got to really know him to know those that are like that. If you don't really know him, you follow people like that. But blessed are, here's, this is supposed to be for us. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. So I told you the things that blind us. Legalism. Traditions of man. Rituals. And unbelief. And religion. Denying the power. Denying the moving of the Spirit. Quenching the Holy Spirit. Grieving the Holy Spirit. That's a lack of consecration. So, in other words, use it or lose it. And that's why Jesus said he saw, did what is... So let's make some examples. Keys to the kingdom. Key, there's keys to healing. Everyone, religion, does it the same way every single time. Get the elders, come on, let's pray. Jesus spit on the floor. And, and, and healed someone's eyes. He blew, he blew on somebody. They laid hands on people different times. Uh, religion was telling them to hurry up and come or, or if you don't get here now. Unbelief was calling him and he didn't listen to unbelief. Unbelief said, hurry Jesus. And then when he got there, he, he said to Jesus, if you were only here a few days ago, limiting the power of God when God was standing right before them. They, they, had, they, they put God in their own paradigm. That's what shuts down the kingdom. Putting God in a box in our own mind. Well, you know, if you were just here when she was really, really sick, now she's dead. Now there's no hope. So you, what you're doing, you're putting a, a ceiling on your not, your, the revelation of who He is. Because you got now your revelation has become of what you've seen before and what you've heard before. But how about if you... See things you've never seen before and start hearing things you've never heard before. How, how far can you go from that aspect? See, that's where religion starts to do. They only say what they've seen or heard before and only, but see, they never hear nothing new because now they've shut themselves off because now they have their own paradigm, their own box of where the limits even of God. They limit God with their own unbelief. And that's what we all get entangled with because we mingle with religious people all the time. And, but we have to be around brothers and sisters. So it's a, it's, 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 it's a hard thing because we can't make it on our own at the same time. We get out there and we hear all these things that begin that we stop believing God. So it's what, what we, need, we need to meditate on that. I don't know if you guys caught all that, but you need to hear it again. So Isaiah says it right here. Isaiah 29, 9-14. Stay yourselves and wonder. Cry ye out and cry. They are drunken. 
But not with wine, they stagger, but not with strong drink. Remember the Bible says being drunk with the cares of this life? What gets you to stop also? Worrying about your bills, worrying about tomorrow, worrying about everything on this world will shut down revelation and hearing God and, and seeing Him. All the keys are right here in the, in the Bible. Because He says, Jesus said, Do not be drunk with the cares of this life. Be not be carried away. And He also says, The kingdom of God, the one that sowed the seed, and it was growing up good, it was so happy, and all of a sudden, the cares choked out the seed. We, who's the seed? God choked out the revelation, choked out the glory of God in you, choked out everything that God's trying to bring out through you. You're it's choking it out because you're so in the world. Consecration time. He said, not with strong drink. He says, and he says, the Lord has poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep and has closed your eyes. That's why he says, wake up! Because God will put you to sleep. Poured upon you deep sleep and has closed your eyes. The prophets and your rulers, the seers, have he covered. So he's covering the seers and the prophets. And the vision of all it became unto you as the words of the book that are sealed which men deliver to one that is learned saying, Read this, I pray. And, and he says, I cannot, for it is sealed. Wherefore the Lord says, For as much as the people draw near to me with their mouth, for with their lips they honor me, but they have removed their heart from me. And that's the parable. Like, you cease to be known. We're not having a heart to heart anymore. You're not intimate with me anymore. You're in ritualist. Yeah, you come to church and you do this, but you, it, everything you do, and that's what you're saying, but it says, I want that back. Return to your first love. This is from me. For their fear toward me is taught by a precept of man. It's not from the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the oneness with having that spirit. Now it's being told to you, you need to fear the Lord. Wherefore the Lord says, for as much as the people draw near to me, and we know that Jesus said, people do that every Sunday. Worship songs, their favorite one. And they're soulish worship because if someone puts a spiritual song on that they're not used to, all of a sudden they don't know what to do. Because their, their, whole, their whole relationship is carnal with God. There's no deep revelation and there's no counsel and might upon their life anymore. So all they do is what they think they do and they're getting blinded and they do not hear or see. And that's when the enemy will come as a thief in the night. Because we need to learn how to hear His voice. He, he has revelations that He wants to give us. And He might tell you not to share them with anybody, but you'll know His voice and you'll never let the enemy will never be able to pluck it away unless those things begin to happen in your life. And He says, Wherefore the Lord says, For as much as His people draw near with their mouth and with their lips... That's funny. Not only their lips with their mouth. Mouth is words. Lips is intimacy. Affection, I mean. Not intimacy. Affection. To Judas. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. False intimacy is lips or affection. Jesus, Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. He, he was affectionate with him, but his heart was far from him. That's the type of what he's talking about. You come to Jesus, so everybody sees, Hi Jesus, nice to see you. That's why we go to these carnal churches and everybody, Hello brother, so and so, and then a big smile, and they come with smiles. They worship me with their mouth. Hello, I'm happy, happy church. And, but their hearts are far. But God's talking about, and then I don't know why somebody came against the poet, like whatever it was said about the heart, religion follows God with, with their mind. Um, kingdom kids follow God with their heart. So, and, and honor me, but they have removed their heart far from me, and their, 
and the fear. What, what, what was it that Judas got contaminated? It was his heart. He was there physically, but his heart was somewhere else. His heart was plotting things for the future, for his own thing. His heart was hanging out with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He was a traitor. He was a adulterer in the spirit. He was adult. He was pretending to be one with Jesus, but hanging out with the enemy of Jesus. And when we hang out with Satan, and the enemy, the world is the enemy of God. The Bible says to be a friend of the world. It's all in the scriptures. And when you say these things, people say, "What are you talking about?" Because they take the one scripture that they know, but they don't have it by revelation. Because the Bible says to be a friend of the world is to be an enemy of God. He's not telling us not to love the people in the world. He's saying the world. And that's the problem. We want to mix everything in our churches today and think that we're going to hear God's voice. It's not going to happen. And this is the truth. This is the proof of the truth. People will, and it says, priest says, and I will proceed to do marvelous work among this people, even the marvelous work and a wonder. For the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of the prudent shall be hid. There it is. And what does this? Sin and unbelief. When you only want to hear what you want to hear. Oh, that, that, I'm not going to listen to that. God's saying that. Judgments of God. This thing of God. You go to churches that only tickle your ear. You're not going to have revelation. You're not going to, have, you're not going to hear His voice. That's why the churches, they say there, there's a famine because... There's no true revelation in the house because the people are preaching what the people want to hear and not what God wants to say. So if you want to hear what people want to, what you want to hear, you're going to be hit. He's going to hide his, his ear. His, you're going to be covered. Covered. You're not going to hear. You're not going to see. Now it says this, Isaiah 30, 1 through 10. Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me. Now, we just saw one of the seven spirits of God is counsel and might. And it's supposed to be in us now and in our brothers and sisters. So why would you go to the world or to a, to a, to a, a theologian professor just because he has a certificate and get man's wisdom? When you got the Holy Spirit, the creator of the earth inside of you. The creator of all things that made up everything. And you're looking to some professor and some teacher or some uh, classroom to get your knowledge from. Especially about the things in the kingdom. Woe to the rebellious children. They take, they, that take counsel but not of me. That, that cover with a covering but not of my spirit. They cover themselves with their own knowledge, their own wisdom. That they may, that they may add sin to sin. That walk to go down to Egypt, the world, and, gave not, and, and have not asked at my mouth. They go do what they want to do. They work where they want to work. They go do what they want to do. They... They, go to, they talk to this person when they want to talk to this. They start their own ministries all the time. They don't wait on the Lord. They do all, do, do, do. And it's good, but it's not God. You will, have, you will stop hearing Him. The Bible says, Who are my sons and daughters? Those that are led by my Spirit, says God. Right? So you end up becoming... You were adopted into the house of God, and you become an orphan again, just... Going back to the same thing that happens, and that happens all the time. Churches, there's, there's lost kids full in the churches. Because if you're not in intimacy with Jesus, what are you doing? What's it for? He's not. He says, depart from me. You, you stop to know, we stop knowing each other. Walk to go down into Egypt and have not asked me. Go move. Oh, I'm going to move there. There's more people there. I don't like... The people I'm around, I want to. I don't like this job. Well, did you seek the Lord, or did you go there on your own accord to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh? They're looking. There's scripture that I can, I can go all in. The Bible says, 
A lot of people, I do not put my trust in horses and chariots. That's who Pharaoh's trust was in the strength of man. They had all the horses and all the chariots. But what, and put their trust in the shadow of Egypt. It says right here. But I, what do we say? But I put my trust in the Lord. See, David didn't go fight that battle when, hey, take all of Saul's manly armor. He said, I don't need, I'm clothed in Christ. I'm coming in the spirit of the living God. And that's us, wherever we go. We need to be led and go in the Spirit. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. And that's why you're losing your anointing, because you're, you're losing the Spirit. Therefore, the, the strength of Pharaoh shall be your shame, and the trust in the shadow of Egypt shall be your confusion. For princes were zoned, and ambassadors came to Haines. They were all ashamed. And I'm telling you, you get close to God, He'll go tell you to do some of those things. But if you're doing them on your own or you're trying to worry about tomorrow and store up for yesterday and for the famine and all these different things, you're, you're, you're moving in the flesh. And there's nothing God can do for you because you'll be cut off from His intimacy. I'm not saying you're going to go to hell, but I'm saying God wants us to hear Him, see Him now, wants us to have revelation right now if He's inside of us. And I'm going to show you in, in the scriptures. They were all ashamed, and Zon and the ambassadors came to hands. They were all ashamed and could not profit them, nor help nor profit, but shame for a reproach. The burden of the beasts in the south that goes on in the trouble, the anguish from hence. The old lion, the vapor, the flying serpent carry the riches upon their shoulders and young asses, and their treasures upon the bunches of camels, and they shall not and it shall not profit them. No matter what you gain. Remember, Jesus also said, what is it if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? What profit is that to you? See, everything Jesus spoke was all in the Old Testament. Said, well, that's the Old Testament. Well, where do you think Jesus, what do you think Jesus studied for 30 years? You think he came out quoting Scripture, quoting... He, he had the Spirit of God, but he had to find out who he was through the Word that he was. So what happened was the Word that God had already released on the earth through the prophets was Jesus that was in heaven, and when Jesus came, he had to meet up with that word that was already on the earth. And became and, 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 and when he started his ministry, he became that word flesh. That's why he said he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with man and with God. It just popped him right out. Why didn't Jesus just make him appear at a 30-year-old man then? He could, just like he came back the, the, the other two times. Oh, I better be careful. Someone's going to take that. He appeared to the 500 after he rose from the dead, and then he appeared another time. Right? Okay, I got nervous for a second. <laughs> there it is. There goes the whole ministry. Hey, guys. <laughs> There's the big YouTube video, 100 million views. I knew him. He was from the devil. That's those other people that know not. Thank God God knows us. Now go write it before them in a tablet and a note in a book that it may be the time come forever and ever. And the rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Lord. What is that? Now it's his voice. He said, rivers of living water. He said, do not let the law of the Lord depart out of your mouth. So says, which say to the seers, and this is why. Don't preach that. Say to the seers, what are you talking about? Don't tell us about what the uh, destruction that's coming. The seers see not, and the prophets prophesy not unto us right things, but seek unto smooth things. Prophesy deceitful things. So you go there, and I got a word. Oh, brother. Oh, no, that's, you're not going to tell that, say that here. Or, or, uh, you, they come to you and you're, ta you're preaching like God wants and He made you just like John the Baptist. He was the way God made him. And they're just like, oh brother, you got to tone it down a little bit. And when you start toning it down a little bit, they stop hearing God and you stop hearing God because He's going to find someone else who's going to say what you tell Him to say, tells you to say. Not which, so that man-pleasing thing will, get, will also shut down the voice of God. Matthew 13, 43-44, it says, 
Then shall the righteous shine forth. And remember, we're talking about his kingdom. Son in the kingdom of their father. God has not. Okay. Kingdom of their father. Who has. Ear? We all have ear, everyone. Go ahead. I mean, I don't even know too many people that got their ear. You can almost say this almost everyone at least got a. Everyone touch your ear. We all have them, right? But do you have them? All right, now touch your eyes. You all got eyes? Okay. But can you hear? Can you see? I'm not talking about seeing me. Can you see him? Can you hear him? And can you see him in your brothers and sisters? And can you hear him in me or in someone else? See, it goes deep. <laughs> and again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, that which when a man has found, he hide, he hide it all for joy there and goeth, sells all he has and buys the field. Matthew 13, 30, 34-35 says, In these things Jesus spoke to the multitude in parables, which parables he he spoke he not to them. That might be fulfilled which is spoken of the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables and I will utter things which have not been kept, that which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. As you think God stopped speaking now? Do spirits die? And does God, does the Holy Spirit speak? And I will utter things in parables, utter things that have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. And also, when we pray in tongues, we're speaking mysteries back to God that we might be able to interpret our own tongues. And in that, speak mysteries to other people and ourselves. Did you ever think of that? Because the tongue searches the deep things. Which... And whatever is not done in faith is sin. The Bible says, if you eat food and you think it's going to poison you, it's sin. If you eat even food, sacrifice to other gods, and you eat it and you, and you have fear that the other god is sin. Because it says pray for it and, 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 and eat it in faith without any fear. So whatever we do without faith in the kingdom is fear. And is, is basically sin. Read the scripture, sin. And whatever is done without faith is sin. So there's, there's nine things. No, not nine. There's, ten, there's 12 things to know by revelation. And there's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. But... Ephesians 3, I'm gonna, I was going to say in first, I'm going to read it. Ephesians 3, let's see it. For this cause, and then I'm going to tell you what's, what, what we're reading in that. For this cause, I, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. Wow, bondservant of Christ was saying to the Gentiles. So it's like, I'm not just going to go and speak to the... See what it's talking about? He's got all that wisdom revelation because... He was a bondservant of Christ. Of the Gentiles, if you have heard the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to word, believe it or not, I'm almost done. To word, how that by revelation he has made known unto me. The, is Paul better than you? So you're saying that a, mur a, a, a mass murderer is better than you? What would be the only thing that would make him better than you, right? That he obeyed God? That he set himself apart? That he, he uh, left the world? Because it certainly wouldn't have been who he was before Christ. Does he have more power than you? The Bible says that we have the same, this same power. That we all have the same measure of faith. He has a different government office, but it doesn't make him any better. 
And there's apostles today. So, don't the religious people always try to put that, well, that was then. Well, then there should even be more now. Because now we have more time to get more closer to God as a church. The church has been on the earth a lot longer. We should know a lot more and be a lot further along. Why aren't we not? Because of the, all those things I said. Legalism, tradition of men, and religion and rituals shut down the kingdom of God. So, Revelation is made known unto you the mystery as I wrote after a few words. Whereby, when you read, you may understand. My knowledge... And remember, Jesus says... I have so many things I want to tell you, but I can't because you cannot receive them now. When do we receive them? Now that we have the Holy Spirit. Now that we have Him with us. We don't tell the religious people that. Whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Wow. Which in other ages, remember this message is called Secrets of the kingdom, remember? Which in other ages was made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto the holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. By the Spirit. What Spirit? The Holy Spirit. That the Gentiles should be be what? Fellow heirs of the same body. What I was just telling you. And partakers of the promise of Christ by the gospel. There was no promise to go to heaven. Promised to know Him. And the power of His right. Promised to have revelation. Promised to hear Him. Everybody just thinks the promise is heaven. And partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Wherefore I am made a minister according to the gift of grace of God. Given to me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me who am less than the least of all saints. Now he's saying he's less than you. Of all saints is by the grace given. That I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Don't you start doing that because you're not Paul and you're not in the Bible with your name. But we're all in the Bible. We're right there. He's just talking about us. But see, religious people have to say, well, where's your name in there? Well, because they don't see. They only see what they can see. They cannot see past what they can see because they're blind. And to make all men see that the fellow... Fellowship of the mystery which is from the beginning of the world has hid, has been hid in God. So the more we get in Christ, the more it gets revealed. Revealed revelation. What's the first, first word of revelation? Reveal. Ation. Revelation. And it was created all things by Jesus Christ that intent that now unto the principalities and the powers of heavenly places, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. We're supposed to know the manifold wisdom of God. Everybody say, the manifold wisdom of God. According to the eternal purpose, which is purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, to whom have all boldness and access with confidence by the faith in Him. Wherefore, I desire that you faint not in my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause, I bow my knees to the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That means that everyone that's died in Christ and is alive in Christ. That would grant you, according to the riches and glory, to be strengthened with the might by His Spirit. Remember, that was one of the other ones. In your inner man. Paul didn't say, in, in me, so you can read this forever and ever and, 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 and worship me. Because I'm Paul and I got all this. God wants you to get revelation. God wants you to, to know mysteries. God wants you to know him in a deeper way. It's Christ and dwell in our hearts by faith 
that being rooted and grounded in love, and God is love, may be able to comprehend with all saints the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Everybody just takes that as no love. No, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Who? Paul? That you, he's talking to the church in this one, which is now we have the whole Bible, so God gave us all the letters, but to the church of Ephesus, right? That you, church of, of Venice, can be filled with all power and all might and the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power working in us. Unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all the ages. All the ages. How do they not see that? I mean, I saw maybe you could read that and see something totally different. That would blind you. You know that the Jews saw Isaiah so many, so many, so many, so many times, and they're like, they didn't even put the puzzle together. All the things that Isaiah said what he was doing, like list by list, and, and they said, and they didn't see it. And today, the Jews don't even see that. There are Jewish people today that will say that Jesus wasn't the one, they're still waiting for him. Imagine that, it's so clear. He did everything that Isaiah said he would do, even to the point, and even to the point that Judas uh, and, and different people were doing that. So here are the 12 th things, and one is in Colossians. So there's 11 here, and then the last one's in Colossians to, and that we need the revelation of Jesus for. To know the mysteries that are hid, to, to know the manifold wisdom of God, to obtain boldness in our speech, to be strengthened with all might. To have the revelation of the love of God. Not the revelation of religion's definition of love. Because that's information. That's not revelation. Filled with all the fullness of God. To know Him. To know your call. To know your inheritance. To know His power in its greatness. And to know that He is in you. All that was right there in Ephesians. And all and what we have. And what is that? And you'll find that in Colossians 1, 25-29. This is the twelfth thing. Wherefore I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for me to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now it's made manifest to the saints. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit in us. Those seven spirits of God are now inside of you. Do you know that? Inside of you? But see, the devil wants you to not, to not know that. The devil wants you to forget that. See, if you forget that, you're not going to pray for anybody because you're humble. You're like, who am I? But when you know what's in you, you can release it. You can't give something you don't have knowledge of having. It's like something that's invisible that you have nothing to do. It's like the air. It's like, I'm going to give you air. It's like, how do I do that? Well, I have to get a container and I have to know, hey, it says oxygen on it. And let me turn it on. Now, can you feel it? But if you don't think it's there, you're like, how can I? Because we're made like that. So when you begin to know what you have, what you have, you'll start moving in more power and you'll start having more intimacy. But it all comes to all of these things that I've explained to you. And to, to whom God, and here, here, from all the ages, to whom God would have known the riches and the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is, which is here it is, Christ in you. And the answer to the last one is the hope of glory. The glory in you, the hope of glory for them is in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man 
in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to this working which worketh in me. Paul's saying it's working in me mightily. And he says, now it needs to work in you. Because God's poured out His Spirit upon all flesh. And you look at that. It says, in the last days He'll pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Well, what are you going to prophesy if you can't hear what you're, what, what you're prophesying? My, 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 my sons and daughters are going to dream dreams and have visions. Well, not if you, all those things I said, if you're not getting the dreams and visions things anymore, there's a problem. It's a problem. And you're baptized in the world. Probably in the world's put, you got blinders on. And, and, and this is my favorite, because one thing it says, there's a promise here that he, wait, and, he used, I, and honestly, this is not, but you know, remember those seasons or those times when he would wake you every morning and say something to you, and you know, and that word would keep you all day and you'd meditate on it. It says in, in Isaiah, he awakens my ear every morning. Isaiah 54 through 5. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, and that you should know how to speak a word in season, and him that is weary. You can't speak a word in season when you're not connected. God's always in season. What season are you in? He waketh morning by morning. He waketh mine ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God hath opened my ear and was not rebellious, neither turned away back. Another problem you'll stop hearing God if you want to hear him your own way. Oh, I only hear him in my little closet. Well, guess what? Your closet will be shut up because God, you're putting him in a box in your little closet. Because again, it's your way. I'm going to hear God this way. God wants to talk to you the way he wants to talk to you. And he wants you to go seek it out where how he's speaking. That's how, that's the whole, the whole thing about seeking him out. Because that's religious too. Yeah, you heard him that way. And now he's like, well, I'm not talking that way anymore. And, that, 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 and that, that's another uh, thing of religion. Well, I only hear him through the pastor. There's a lot of people, and a lot of times they don't even know his voice, and it's all, it hasn't even been God's voice, it's been the pastor's voice all these years. Huh, imagine that. So then the pastor said, and that's when Jesus said, the blind lead the blind right into the ditch, right? Because you're only blind if you've got those things going on that we read earlier. That's a good promise right there. We're going to ask, and you guys stand up, and I'm going to read the last few, and then we're going to pray. There's a lot of promises there. A lot of those things, some of you don't know, what, am I, what is my calling? What, well, you're waiting on a man to tell you what God wants to tell you himself, maybe. Go to a religious church. Someone will tell you something. You'll be so confused. Go to where they had their ears covered. They're going to be doing the thing. They're going to be saying, apostle this, this person... But you, you, you'll never be, you'll have no gas to run until you hear God. See, man is supposed to, to, to come and tell you to, to testify after you already heard from God. Not, not hear from man and then go seek God to com, confirm it. Man is supposed to confirm God. God's not supposed to confirm man. There's a poster. Okay. John 15, 14 to 15. You are my friends. You are my friends. <laughs> and you do whatsoever I command you. When, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servants knoweth not... See, here's a servant. Oh, I, got, I just started a new ministry. But God never told them to do it. But they're doing good things. They're feeding the poor, and they're feeding the hungry, and they're, they're going, doing this and that. But see, they're not doing... See, they're, they're, they're servants. A servant doesn't know what his Lord is doing. But I called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. That's an in relationship, intimacy. Right? Matthew 13, 35. That it might be fulfilled which is spoken by the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables and I'll utter things which I have not, that I have kept secret from the foundation of the world. Now, Jesus was saying that this is going to happen. And he said he's going to leave his spirit here. And he said the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Then he said that the Holy Spirit will be your comforter. Well, we got to hear him. But religious people say, oh, 
Where is that in the Word? Well, where is it in the Word to go to the grocery store at midnight and, and do something? Where is that in the Word? You need to have relationship with God. And where is it in the Word when you get revelation that's behind the Word that's only in the letter you can't see? Because Jesus was behind that Isaiah's passage that the Jewish people still cannot see past it. You see that? There it is. He, he will be beaten with many stripes. He will be, and then all that happened, and they still don't see Jesus right behind that. They still just, they're still waiting for that. Because they, they're still waiting for revelation, but revelation is here. Romans 16, 25. Now to him that has power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to revelation and the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. So Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask you, Holy Spirit, to come. Spirit of wisdom and might. Spirit of wisdom and understanding. Spirit of counsel and might, I mean. And spirit of, of the fear of the Lord. And the knowledge of you, Father God. Whatever, Holy Spirit in oneness. Father, we ask you to forgive us. Father, we ask you to consecrate us. Lead us, God. We're sorry for becoming dull of hearing and dull of seeing. I'm speaking to you on, on media land. Father, we thank you. And right now, let's just take... At the, if you feel the enemies put a, a blinder on you or, or earplugs in your ears, Father, we just take them out prophetically right now. And Father, we ask you, and we put eyes solving on our eyes that we might see God. And Father, we thank you for our brothers and sisters that have been confirming this word all week. On Wednesday, boom, boom, boom. And now boom, boom, boom. And then singing here. See, that's your voice. But somebody would say, well, that's just uh, this sister. That's no, God always confirms His word by two or three messengers and witnesses. And by the water, by the blood, and by the Spirit, and by the written word. So, Father, we thank you. We don't want to be in kindergarten anymore. We want to have a relationship with you. We want to be endued with power. We want to do what we see our Father doing and not what we want to do, not what religion tells us to do, not what is good, but we want to do what is God and ordained for our lives every day of our lives so we can have relationship and revelation straight from you, not secondhand meditation from somebody else that may or may not be you. And Father, we seal this word, we bind the devil, we, we cast out every, every seed sown in, in, from the enemy, and we take off the blinders and the earplugs, and, and we call forth for angels to do anything in the Spirit that would be needed around us. We're not telling them to do anything, we're, at, we're asking them to, to, to come, and if there's anything... To, to take it away. If there's any kind of thing, just come with a big sword and just cut it, cut it, cut it loose. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that we no long, longer have to fast 21 days to hear from God because there's a warfare in the heavenlies and there's messengers had to come. The message is inside of us now. We don't have to wait for a message to come upon us or to us. The message is in us, but can you hear it? But can you see it? And do you know it? Father, we thank you for that. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.